Thanksgiving, holiday restrictions in Pennsylvania, and what the coronavirus spike means for the housing market, Sarah and I break it down next on Tool Time. We are back on Tool Time. I'm Tom Tool. She is Sarah Timon, and this is kind of the first of maybe two Thanksgiving editions we're going to do with the show. Got some interesting stuff to talk about here. Um, the first thing is there's a lot of restrictions right now about what you can do next week, like what you're allowed to do, how many people you can have over your house. So it kind of varies where you are. You're in Philadelphia. It's a little stricter down there than, than, than where I live. So what do you think about all this? Yeah, I mean, hopefully people will will listen to it and follow it. I mean, it seems like they're really strongly urging people to just be with your family unit and to not really extend beyond that. Um, with people coming back from college, and uh, it's really a strong likelihood that this could be a huge spreader. And with the way the numbers have been uh, going up, hopefully people really do follow the guidelines. I mean, I don't know how they plan on enforcing them. I think it's gonna be really up to like the individual to be like, this sucks. Like I would love to be with my family and I'd love to like see people, but can't do it, you know? I, you bring up a good point. This is gonna be tough to enforce. And I, there's a, you also brought up another point. Like, I don't know what these kids are supposed to do that are going away to college. Like. Right. I don't, you went away They're to school. They're getting the bad end of the yeah. deal all over the place. Well, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, all this fun stuff about college is kind of over. And you, you went to Clemson. I went to Syracuse. So they're big enough schools that we both traveled to go to. Like, mm -hmm. I remember Thanksgiving, you weren't allowed to stay in the dorms. Like, they right. threw you out. So yeah. I don't know what's now, if you're in a house or you're running a place, it's a little different. But I don't know what some of these kids are supposed to do. And I just, like, what are the, are the police going to come, like, knock on the door and, like, see if you have, like, 10 or more people at your house? Right. Like, I don't understand how this is going to go down. So... I get the caution. It makes sense. I know our families change their, their, their plans dramatically, which, yeah. which you know, you don't want to see anyone get sick, and we don't want to be like a super spreader, right? Right. What are they going to do? Like, I don't, I don't, there's going to be some people that do it no matter what. So I don't, and, and I know they're blaming like Halloween parties for the spike. I don't really right. think that's the reason either, but like, how are people going to enforce this? I kind of think it's going to be something that isn't actually enforced. It's just very strongly urged and hope that people listen. And I think there were also, I mean, a lot of schools have shut down a lot of, um, yeah, so that's been a thing where I think they kind of know that a lot of people aren't going to listen. So they're doing what they can to try and minimize what this spreader event will be. But I think they're just really urging people to kind of think beyond the immediate, I want to see my family for Thanksgiving, which is hard. I mean, everybody wants to see their family for Thanksgiving. So it's just one of those, and in a year of like giving up so much, it's another thing they're asking to give up, but it's kind of like for the better good of everyone, you just have to do it. <laughs> they're just going to have to deal with it. I mean, I, I, you know, this is like, it, it, it's going to happen. I think the, yeah. only, the only positive I see here is that there was news today of like an AstraZeneca um, vaccine that would benefit elderly people. So mm -hmm. that's a real problem. Um, Moderna has one that's apparently like in the 90% effective range. Pfizer we talked about last week. So the positive here is that hopefully this is like the only time we have to do this. I think Christmas is going to be even worse because you got like Santa Claus coming to town and all yeah. these other things, and it's it, I just it's not going to be enforceable to your point. And I think sometimes you just got to do the right thing and suck it up and yeah, you know I, I, that that's what we're going to be doing, and we're just trying to make it as fun as possible for our kids in the meantime. I mean, it's more arts and crafts. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so. I think that's what what a lot of families are going to be doing. So, um, so you just run? Is it just you and Eric, or you got you guys run? Yeah, all and, the and big, then Lou Dog. Oh, and Lou Dog. All yeah, all the big family things were were canceled. So we're just we're keeping it 
small and not too exciting this year. <laughs> yeah, I definitely bought a lot less food this year. That's for sure. Like, I'm like, all right, there's no way we're going to eat all this stuff. So no yeah. need to have, like, the 25-pound turkey. Sure. So, all right. So make the best of it. What can I say? I don't know, I don't know what else to, to, to make of this here. So speak, you mentioned about the surge, and I thought that there was a pretty interesting article on Housing Wire it says, what does the surge in COVID cases mean for the housing market this winter? They had a really data analytical-based uh, take on this, which I liked. What did you think about all that, Sarah? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. It kind of showed that while the surge of cases is definitely coming back in, you know, it's going to be fine. We just have to kind of forge through. Um, we've also learned to deal with it a little bit more. I think initially when this happened back in the spring, everyone panicked. People were hoarding toilet paper. People yes. were like hand sanitizer. Just like, rah, 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 rah. And now like people have calmed down a little bit. And I think they're realizing this is something that we are going to have to work through and is not going to immediately go away. People are learning to, I mean, as scary as that sounds, live with a global pandemic. <laughs> so um, it's, it's going to affect it a little bit, but people are still going to move forward and keep living. Great point there. For the housing market side, you're going to have to deal with it. And, and one of the biggest things that came out of the Philadelphia restrictions, this went very under the radar, and I was super excited about this, is they said, okay, you can't do, like, gyms are closing and restaurants are closing. Guess what didn't get shut down? Real estate transactions and in-person activities. Big deal. We were the most restricted state. They're not going there. I don't think they would ever do that again. I've talked to some other realtors. We've talked about it as a team, and I just don't see that happening. So that's really strong. And, and that, that, that's a precursor to, hey, the states know that they can't shut down that business, especially we're talking about at-home restrictions and don't yeah. leave your house. Well, what if people need to move? What if they sold their house and these restrictions come back? Right. It just doesn't make a lot of logical sense. And what I know about the winter housing market is this, and we, we've been talking about this nonstop internally, is Lawrence Yoon, the chief economist for uh, Real, uh, the National Association of Realtors, it's going to be the busiest winter ever. Mm -hmm. So if you're a real estate agent and you want to, Go, you know, eat stuffing all week next week and have some eggnog and, you know, all the Christmas cocktails. Like, bad move. You, It's a time to work. I'm not saying don't enjoy the holidays, but when you're here and you're working, like, show up and make it count. Don't, and there's not going to be all these holiday parties this year. December, usually, you got, like, the ugly sweater party or what's the, um, they have, like, the uh, SantaCon in New York. Like, all this stuff. Like, yeah. none of that's happening, right? All yeah. the fun stuff that surrounds the holidays. Going to, you know, um, like, see Santa Claus. No go, like sitting on Santa's lap, not happening. Um, so if you're a real estate agent or you're a consumer, you want to take note of that because there's still a lot of people out there that are trying to buy properties. I mean, and, and yeah. the conditions haven't changed. We still see 2.8% mortgage rates. We still got historically low inventory. So I think this, this lack of a, of a true holiday season is going to drive the market even faster coming out of January. Right, and it the article also kind of made it sound like for, you know, traditionally, um, you know, this year is obviously very different, but normally in the winter, things kind of slow down a little bit. Clearly this year is different, but that those people that, because the spike comes in for Corona, that are like a little more timid or want to hold off a little bit, will actually maybe play to the advantage um, for the people that are really serious. Um, just, it'll kind of level things, like basically COVID uh, and the spikes are not going to like make everything drop off here and the people that aren't serious about it and are um, a little more leery about it because of that spike, it's going to kind of make things a little bit easier, not easier, but for the serious people that are out there and, and need to, to get this done. Well, it's going to, that's a great observation because, and, and this is always the case during the holidays where I, I, we've, we've talked about this a lot and all the content we put out there is that 
there's still people that are going to transact in December. Mm -hmm. Just because you sell a home in December doesn't mean you're like moving on Christmas Eve. Right. Like it doesn't happen that way. You're not moving till January or February. And if you were going to like look at competition level on, on for a buyer, because that's mm -hmm. the biggest challenge right now, right? So let's say it's at a 10. Maybe it goes down to an 8, right? Yeah. Like it's not going to it's not going to drop down that much, but what it's going to do is make it the people that really need to be out there that are going to try to outmaneuver the market. I see the next 45 days or 40 days, whatever the numbers are, as a real opportunity to do that and still get a really low payment. Mm -hmm. And if you're a seller, well anyone out there looking right now, I mean, they're buying a house. Yep. They are not messing around. Like these people out there looking, it's not, "Hey, let me see all the inventory and we'll see how the spring goes and we want to move by the end of the year." No, these are the people that they want to move by the end of the year and it's the end of November. So I, that's a really great observation on your part that it's going to be easier than it has been. Not easier in general, right. but maybe than the past like 60, 90 days. And I think for those people who have been out for maybe a couple months here pretty seriously looking, they're getting a little bit frustrated. They're getting a little bit like, oh, maybe we just like hit the pause button until next year. I would say don't. <laughs> like this is when you want to like push and see if you can get the opportunity um, and make it happen. Yeah, and, and the folks out there are motivated. I mean, so Nick behind the camera went through this, right? I mean, there was a couple times, like we talked, like he had, you lost out on what, like five or six homes? Seven. Seven, right? <laughs> so he knows better than me. And more importantly, he was looking at a really competitive market where a lot of buyers are looking. Like he was looking in a downtown borough area, right around the average price point that we see in our marketplace. So of course that's tough, right? Mm -hmm. And he hung in there. He followed the lead of and, and, and the guidance and ended up finding a great place. And, you know, he, I don't know if this is true or not, but he said this is way better than any other places we looked at, which I believe it is. The universe does work out that way. But that's like that's a real life example of someone that works for a real estate team and still went through the same pain that today's home buyers are going through. So all this stuff here that Housing Wire is putting out, I love it. The way you communicated it, the way I communicated that consumers need to hear this information. So if you're watching, take note because there is opportunity out there. And it, like it's going from like a 10 competitive level down to like an eight. Yeah. So we got some local business highlights. Um, a lot of people don't want to cook these big meals this year, right? <laughs> like, have you ever cooked the Thanksgiving dinner? No, I've strictly been somebody that's brought either like an appetizer or a side. Um, I've never done the whole thing myself. So I usually do the holiday meals at the Tool family household. And let me tell you something. <laughs> And you're going to want to beep this out. It's a bitch. There's a lot of work. Like, I mean, you're on your feet all day. My kids are going nuts. All this sort of stuff. Cooking a turkey is like a five, six hour commitment. But that's not oh, even yeah. the prep work. That's just watching it to make sure you don't burn it. Right. And so. Yeah, and if you're going to put it in a brine or you're going to do any of that other stuff, you're talking. And like when you get a frozen one, you have to start thawing it. I mean, what, like a week in advance? Yeah, like yeah. there is, you have to put some uh, forethought <laughs> into the meal. <laughs> well, I buy fresh uh, from the farmer's market and we'll do it in the oven, which is some of the longer ways to cook it, but you really got to watch that. Um, and like, you got to know your oven. Like there's all these intricacies in there. The deep frying turkeys are very dangerous because you got like the peanut oil and all that. that I've that never like, had a deep fried turkey, but. Well, we, our family usually does it, but yeah. not this year. So maybe next year we got bring some leftovers in, but it's not as good, good as, as like right on the spot. But like you're brining and all this stuff. So we wanted to highlight a couple places that are doing Thanksgiving to go because these restaurants out there, they need our support. They've been taking it on the chin for the past eight, nine months. So Sarah, I know you had one that's right around the corner from you that's it's not quite a turkey, which is pretty interesting. So you want to you share that? Yeah, so I liked this one. So first of all, this article I spent a lot of time on. It <laughs> There were some great restaurants and some great things that they were offering. But uh, Fiore in Queen Village um, is doing a, what was it called? A pardoned turkey? Where yes. So they're not actually doing a turkey. Um, it was 
I don't even know what was it a it's duck? It's a deboned duck yeah. stuffed with Cantonese cured seafood, nuts, herbs, and rice, along with two side vegetable orders, and it feeds four people for 120 bucks. I mean, right. I'm in for that. Any, any right, weekend. Right, So what I also thought was funny about a lot of these is they were offering, like, everybody's like, Thanksgiving is all about the sides. So some of them were even offering, like, all the sides and then, like, the turkey separately that you didn't have to get all together in case that people just didn't really want the turkey. But I thought this was kind of a fun take on, on something different. Um, and it reminded me a little bit, my sister lives up in Toronto, and one year we were up for Canadian Thanksgiving, and we did the turducken, and that was super fun. So I was like, ooh, duck. It's like John Madden on like Thanksgiving Day when he's eating the turkey leg on the sideline. Well, usually it was the players, but uh, the turducken is good. It, that's tough to cook because you got different meats in there. I, I tried that once, and it didn't, didn't work out so well. So, yeah. um, But I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the other place, and then there's, there's a few others we'll talk about here, is uh, Ripplewood in Ardmore. So I've been that uh, that that uh, establishment a lot, and they're they they really they went all out. So they have um, a Thanksgiving meal uh, for four, and includes turkey, four sides, a chocolate bourbon pecan pie, and two 24 ounce containers of pre made cocktails. Um, so they want to give you the whole thing because also like making a drink is kind of a pain. If you're cooking a whole turkey and then you have to do that, like I get it. Like Thanksgiving, people go a little overboard. It's like the ultimate cheat day if you're a health freak. So um, really, really yes. cool. Highly recommend Ripplewood. And then you talked about um, De Bruno Brothers and, and Carlinos as well. So, yeah. So De Bruno's did. Um, they have quite the spread for <laughs> the spread. appetizers and a charcuterie. Um, would highly recommend that any time of the year. But the what they were highlighting for Thanksgiving looked looked great. Um, and High Street bread. Um, their bread is amazing, and they had something there about pre-cut cubes for a stuffing. Um, and I am such a big stuffing fan. I love stuffing. So having the right bread and their bread for your stuffing, I feel like would just be a game changer. So love that. Bread is acceptable on Thanksgiving in my world. So that, that's really cool. And then um, Carlino's, uh, they're in Westchester and Ardmore. I think the Bruno Brothers is at the Farmer's Market um, in Suburban Square, and then they got a couple downtown locations. Mm -hmm. um, Carlino's does turkey, sides, whatever you want. You can get it all pre-ordered. And like a lot of this is like contactless pickup too, so you can like call them and they'll just like come out and drop it in your car. So a lot of great local businesses to support. If you're not doing the whole big holiday thing, great, great places to check out. We'll highlight them here in the video and catch you guys next week.